Welcome to Episode 5 of All in a Homeschool Day, the podcast helping you keep homeschooling real and in perspective. I'm your host, Crystal Wagner, and this week, we're going to talk about ways you can conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom. I had a reader write in and say that exhaustion is the one thing that prevents her from feeling accomplished in homeschooling. She says, I feel like I'm pulled in 100 different ways and I can't get it all done. Boy, that is hard to feel like we are getting everything accomplished because we don't have a whole lot of projects that have actual endpoints. Everything that we do is a long-term investment. It'll be years before we see how our kids turn out, where they end up going, what they end up doing. Even the laundry is never done. I remember back in high school, my friends actually called me the Energizer Bunny. I was like a rechargeable battery and I had this never-ending supply of energy. I was always doing something, having new ideas, wanting to be involved in all kinds of things. And I found that over the years, just like a rechargeable battery, my battery does not charge as well as it used to. It still recharges, but it takes a little longer and it's never quite as full as it used to be. And I really think a lot of that is because We, one, we're getting older, and two, we have a lot more demands on our time that are pulling us in so many different directions. I want to first encourage you to go back and listen to episodes three and four if you've not done so. Episode three, we talked about living abundantly by identifying your priorities. And I think when you can identify your priorities and know how to best focus your energy that you do have, you won't feel like you're pulled in quite as many different directions. And then also, if you've not listened to episode four, I encourage you to do that. We talked about three steps to reduce stress in your life. And some of that, eliminating some of the stressors, will help you to focus the rest of your energy on what really is important. So if you've not listened to those two episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen to those. But right now, let's get on to the 10 ways to conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom. You've probably actually heard all of these suggestions before, and none of this may be new, but it bears repeating. I need to hear this over and over and remind myself of the importance of all 10 of these things. Sometimes I will slack off on one of them. And I'll read an article and be reminded of the importance of it. And that will encourage me to get serious again about making it happen. So let's get into it. The first way to conserve and renew your energy is to recognize that your batteries don't recharge as well as they used to. You are getting older. You do have more demands on your time. It's just a fact of life. There are a lot of things that you can do that will help make the right conditions for you to renew your energy, but it may be that you just can't do as much as you used to, and that's okay. I've had to come to the realization that I'm not running on my energy. I'm running on God's energy, and if he is allowing me some days to have a ton of it, then that's awesome, and I'm going to take advantage of it. 
And if he's not, and there are days that I just don't have as much energy as I want, I have to be willing to accept that. So the second way to conserve and renew your energy is to have a daily quiet time. As I said, I try to view this as running on God's energy. And so to do that, I need to allow God time to recharge my batteries. Now, a daily quiet time may not really be quiet, depending on how old your children are, how many you have, and the space constraints that you have in your house. You may not be able to get away and go where it's really quiet, and definitely you won't be able to go and sit for an hour if you have little children. And you know, when you have that daily quiet time is going to vary depending on who you are and what your household looks like. For me, if I don't get it done before breakfast, I tend to forget. So I try to make it a priority to get it done early in the morning. It's usually not the very first thing that I do, but I try to have it before breakfast. I know some other friends who that just does not work for them. And so they get their daily quiet time in, in snippets throughout the day. Either option is a great option. It just depends on what you need in this season of your life. So try not to compare yourself to anybody else and recognize that your unique situation will require an individualized time to have your quiet time. The third way to conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom is to take a deep breath. I don't know if you have noticed, but there's a lot of times throughout the day that you're holding your breath. You're not breathing deeply. I've started doing this more recently and intentionally taking a deep breath multiple times a day. It forces you to slow down. It forces you to recognize when you're stressed, when you're doing too much. We can't just operate on adrenaline. We need to operate from a place of rest and intentionality. So when I take that deep breath, it brings me back to my center, brings me back to a calm place. Even when there's chaos around me, I can handle it so much better if I'm actually breathing. So you might want to practice some different breathing techniques. There's lots of Uh, articles out there of what you can do, but one of my favorites that I learned recently is the 478 breathing. I've even taught this to my daughters and encouraged them to use this when they're afraid, when they're stressed, when they can't go to sleep, when just in the middle of the day when things are going on and they need to calm down. Your count can be as fast or as slow as you need it to be, but try to keep the counts consistent throughout the breathing exercise. So to do the four, seven, eight breathing, you breathe in for a count of four, and then hold your breath for a count of seven, and then try to breathe out all of your air for a count of eight. If you've not been used to doing this, just do it once or twice to get started. You don't wanna hyperventilate, That would cause other problems. So just do it a couple times and then increase it. I usually do it four or five times. And then after I finish, I realize how much calmer I am. Our body needs oxygen. And this is a great way to get that oxygen into your body. The fourth way 
that you can conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom is to sleep. And I know you've heard this over and over probably. And I know firsthand how hard it is to get sleep. Whether you have little children that are getting you up at night, or maybe you have a husband who has to get up really early for work, and so you have to be very intentional to go to bed at an earlier hour, it's difficult as a mom to get enough sleep. And you may need to talk with your family about ways to make this happen. I've had to talk to my family about how I can get enough sleep because I know that I feel so much better. I can handle what life throws at me. I can handle the stresses of an ordinary day and the stresses of chaotic days so much better when I sleep better at night. Now, this means right now that I'm going to bed before my children. Uh, My husband and I tuck them in and they have alarms set on their Kindles to remind them to turn their lights off. And we go to bed because we get up really early. And to get up early, you've got to go to bed early. So you need to figure out what that means for you. Maybe if you have little children, you need to take a nap when they do it during the afternoon. Whatever it is for your season of life, try to think about how you can get enough sleep. The fifth way to conserve and renew your energy is by eating right. Your body is fueled by what you eat. I'm not going to go into this real deeply because there's a lot of different viewpoints and unique needs that your body may have, but I encourage you to investigate your nutrition. Even when you think you're eating well, there is room for improvement. Recently, we thought we were eating pretty well and I was doing some reading and discovered some new foods we could add into our meal rotation. Because I was tracking what I was eating, I discovered some things that I should cut out of my diet, not permanently, but reduce the amount that I was having. And I feel so much better. So you may have to experiment a little bit and find out what's working for you and help your children learn how to eat well now while they're at home And you can guide those choices so that whenever they are out on their own, they're not having to think through this process all over again, just like you might be. So look at what you're eating. Maybe make some small changes about what you want to reduce, cut out, add in, and make one change at a time. The sixth way that you can conserve and renew your energy is exercise. And this does not have to be vigorous exercise, like going to the gym five days a week or anything like that. Just get outside, go for a walk, dance around your house, do some body weight exercises, do something that has you moving. You might want to try getting a fitness tracker and trying to set up some goals and beat those goals each day. I know whenever I am trying to get my 10,000 steps in, I'm much more motivated to get up and move during the day, throughout the day, than I am if I, before I was tracking that. If you are already walking and moving throughout the day, maybe you want to try taking it to the next step. Maybe you want to add in a little bit more to your exercise routine. Maybe add in some body weight training. There's a lot of really great 
uh, free videos out there. One of my favorites is Jessica Smith TV. She has a lot of really great videos that will help you add in different aspects of exercise to your routine, whether it's just walking and walking in place on those days that you can't get outside, or maybe you have small children and it's just too challenging to take them all on a walk. She has workouts that you can do walking in place in your living room. She also has different strength training exercises that you can do just with your body weight. And she even has yoga. So whatever you're wanting to add in, I bet you can find a video to get you started. And I notice that every time I am intentional about my exercise, I feel better, I have more mental clarity, and I have more energy. The seventh way that you can conserve and renew your energy is by engaging in motherly inactivity. What do I mean by that? Well, you may have heard of the term masterly inactivity that Charlotte Mason talks about, and that basically means letting children alone to discover on their own. They can go uh, play outside and investigate the bugs they see crawling around. They could be learning a new coding language. They could be learning to sew a pillow. Whatever it is, they're discovering and creating on their own. I try to do that myself and I call that motherly inactivity. I try to make time to do something that I enjoy. Right now, that involves stitching on some needlepoint while I listen to an audiobook. I don't do it every night because our schedule gets kind of crazy, but as many nights as I can, I try to get in it, even if it's just 10 minutes of listening to this book and stitching. It calms me and brings me back to a centered place. Sometimes I might go take a bubble bath or I might go for a walk. Whatever it is you enjoy, see if there's a way you can fit that in. You might need to do it when a friend's watching your children or when your husband's watching the children, which means that you may only get it done once a week. But find something to do that brings you joy and find a way to work that into your routine. The eighth way to conserve and renew your energy is to identify any other health problems you might have. If you suddenly realize that you are not renewing your energy as well as you used to, you might want to talk to your doctor and see if you have any underlying issues that might be causing your fatigue to be greater than normal. And I'm not going to go into details on this because there are so many different situations that could be presented and you just need to talk to your doctor about this, but don't rule that out. Investigate that and see if you could improve something about your health that would make it easier for you to conserve and renew your energy. The ninth way that you can conserve and renew your energy is to delegate responsibilities to your children. I'll leave a link to a post where I talk about how we do that with our children. But there's a lot of things that your children can do for themselves and for the family that will take a little bit off of your plate. And by doing that, you won't be spending the energy that you do have on those activities. You can spread it around and even if they're young, they can be helping. It may take you a little longer to get everything done if you have young children helping you, but you're training them. It's an investment in your future. And finally, the 10th way to conserve and renew your energy is to reduce distractions. Every time 
you are pinged or receive a notification, your attention is taken away from what you're doing. And then it requires you to put forth energy to get back on task. And I don't just mean computer and cell phone notifications. It could be things sitting around the house. Maybe you have clutter in an area that every time you look at it, it just drains you to see that cluttered area. I encourage you to look around and see what is distracting you from your daily activities. What would allow you to focus easier and better? So if you need to deal with some of that clutter, I encourage you to set aside a Saturday and go through it. If you need to turn off notifications from your cell phone or even put it on do not disturb mode for a couple of hours a day, I encourage you to do that. By doing that, you can go check the notifications on your timetable when you're ready to devote the energy to it instead of trying to do multiple things at once. So let's do a quick recap of the 10 ways to conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom. First, recognize that your batteries do not recharge as well as they used to. Second, have a daily quiet time. Third, make time to breathe deeply every day. Fourth, get enough sleep. Five, eat right and fuel your body. Six, get exercise and move every day. Seven, engage in motherly inactivity. Eight, identify any other health problems you might have. Nine, delegate responsibilities to your children. And 10, reduce distractions. I hope that these 10 ways to conserve and renew your energy as a homeschool mom have been helpful for you. Maybe they've been a good reminder of some areas that you've let slack off a little bit as life has gotten crazy and been rolling out of control. Choose just one to focus on. You can't do them all at once or you will burn out and that kind of defeats our purpose of trying to renew our energy. So choose just one that you can focus on in the coming week and see if that makes a huge difference for you. If you have a homeschool or parenting struggle from which you have triumphed or a negative wisdom to share with the podcast listeners, I'd love to have you on the show. Go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash podcast guest to submit an interview request. Do you have a question you would like to be addressed on the show? Go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash contact to submit your question and I'll do my best to answer as many as possible on the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast and left a review, I'd really appreciate if you would take a moment to do those two things. iTunes bases their search results on positive ratings, so it really is a blessing. Thanks for your help. And until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.